Welcome to episode 30, the big 3-0 for Gamers Galaxy. I'm your host, WT, and I also have with me my co-host, Rubik. And today, we have massive amounts of information to go over from the immutable ecosystem, all the news of the recent events that have been going on, and we're going to dive into that. But first, how are you doing today, my friend Rubik? Uh, good, mate. It's uh, Sunday morning here, um, and I'm had a night of looking after my son um, so it's you know I've had my coffee I should be good I should be good <laughs> yeah I know I, I know that feeling your, your new baby daddy and uh, it, it can take a toll and uh, it's it's tough I mean you got a real job we're covering tons and tons of news uh, I don't think people realize how many hours a week we put into it we're not complaining but this is what we're doing we're trying to make this as palatable and quick and concise as possible so that you, the listener or viewers, can get this news uh, in a summarized fashion so you can keep up with what is going on in the immutable ecosystem because it is a lot. It's it's making our head spin keeping up with this, and I'm going to talk about that later in my uh, final thoughts. So uh, jumping right into it, uh, right off the bat, we're talking about uh, projects that are building in immutable. Uh, this one caught me... By surprise, I'd never heard it before, and I'm very, very intrigued. It's called Land Rocker. Um, I, I, I was like, "What is this?" I got an awesome picture. Uh, if you're listening to audio, you can't see it. You have to check the video later. But it's a very awesome picture, and Immutable announced it. And yeah, Land Rocker. It, I'm, I'm assuming it's a top-down driving mining game, so to speak. Is, is that what you kind of got from it, or? I did a bit of research on this one. Um, you know, at the moment it looks like it's a uh, like a little mini a mini game where mm-hmm. um, where you like it's like a DeFi farmer, like Alien Worlds. You know, like a real DeFi farmer style game where it's not too much gameplay. Mm-hmm. But the, I did a bit more digging, and um, you know, they're they're uh, building out a 3D world as well, and, and all this stuff as well. So. It looks like they're building an actual game as well at the same time, but starting off with the DeFi Farmer, um, where you know they pay out in Bitcoin, you can go find Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, and um, you know, like it's kind of like the ZK EVMs enabling all types of games. This wouldn't have worked with the with the IMX, you know, chain. So you know, this this signature, they've got they're pretty proud of being part of Immutable. Their homepage has got this massive big sign across every page saying we're part with, with Immutable. So um, you know that 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 they uh, value a mutable name next to theirs. Um, they also are having an ICO at the moment um, that's sold out three three rounds, and they're in the middle of round four at the moment. So again, that's my only red flag that they announce a mutable at the same time as they're doing an ICO, uh, which is pretty common if you haven't noticed. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know. You know, the immutable does their homework, as we say, and and you know, it makes sense for them to to give themselves a boost during these sales that, that they're building on the number one chain, no matter what pumping pumping ca- caggy pumping caggy thinks. Yeah. 
up in Kagi thinks it's still the, the number one chain, mate. So yeah, um, and I like this. I you know DeFi, you know it's just kind of boring. You put your money in and you watch your money grow, but like this, like it actually puts some like visual culture to it. You're literally mining in this game. It really gamifies it, and it you know, it's definitely piqued my interest. I want to learn more about it for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for the actual game to come out if that comes out, and then I'll look at it then. For personally, for me, it's not my style. I don't DeFi farm. I'm not interested in. Already do that with crypto unicorns, and uh, I'm, I struggle to get myself to log onto it. To be honest with you, because it's just not really a game. Um, so yeah, yeah. Next um, up, uh, that, we got that. Maya Brands, and boy, I like as soon as I my first thought when I looked at this was like, oh, it's Monopoly, but blockchain, and I was right. It is. <laughs> Is it like just Monopoly? <laughs> well, it, it looks like it. I mean, there, there's probably more to it. Uh, they, they've got a, a decent following, 87,000 followers, which, you know, I mean, obviously those could be bots and farmers and stuff like that, but uh, I believe it's mobile also, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong on that. I'm trying to see. Uh, Maya's a city simulation management, gaze, uh, management game based on the classic board game Monopoly with an addition of random and entertaining reward mechanics uh single player and multiplayer competitions uh obviously they've got uh the, the board game staking seasons and uh an nft role whatever that is um interesting concept uh, obviously they're piggybacking off of the game monopoly uh definitely got my in interest peaked in it though uh it's so hard to keep up with everything now, isn't it? There's just like there's another board game as well that's an immutable um, that I've, I've got a interesting information for our community coming out, um, working on a on, on a giveaway, and so yeah, this one's um, they got a lot of followers, eighty-seven thousand on Twitter, mm -hmm. um, and you know they seem to have a good team. Uh, and another one, one of our community members, shout out to um, I won't say his name, but he's using this game as a model for a financial blockchain product um so that's they're doing something right here um and yeah so i'm gonna, gonna dig into a bit deeper later on uh when it's closer to being on immutable and ready to go so but they've got a free minute at the moment i believe in uh, uh coming up very shortly or it's just come gone by oh on polygon itself really I did not yeah. know that. Only well, if you hear about it, let me know, because I did not hear about that one. No, I just missed it, actually. Uh, it's a couple of days ago from the time of recording, so... Nope! But, yeah, it's... Um, I played Monopoly when I was a kid, through and through. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of monopoly out, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, I played it, like, I just played it four or five times a day with my... Oh, yeah. One of my siblings, so... Same here. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we just talked to these guys on uh, our, our, our own official uh, Gamers Galaxy spaces the other night, and we had a blast. We got to talk to a lot of the team. Uh, Fuse Wars, they're, they're finally officially with Immutable. You've been calling it for months, and uh, they're finally here. Uh, what'd you think of them last night? Or not last night, the other night. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, th I think that building on Theta uh, was... Obviously, um, not what they thought it was going to be. Um, the tools—that's what they said in the, in the meeting, in the discussion. Mm -hmm. that the tools that Immutable is just a standout for them, and they can get it to market. So, 
I thought Theta was like a, a chain that did like video rendering or video something. And so that I thought it was going to be like a, a merge together, but it's just a, I believe a case of the game not working out so well there and going to come to Immutable and see how it goes there. Maybe that, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was, you know, like it's, it's, you know, there's just, it's only still in beta and, and they just realize it's not going to have the right tools to launch to this, the way they want. Um, so they've come over to Immutable. So it's one of those two. We'll see. I, I'm going to either sound like an idiot or I'm going to sound on point here. I thought Theta was making a platform to compete with Twitch. So like when I heard that they were doing blockchain stuff, I was like, huh? I knew they had a token. Uh, you know, they call it uh, Theta Fuel, I think is what it was. And they had like two, a two-tiered token system for their uh, streaming platform. And so like, last I heard, they weren't doing so hot. And so I don't know what's going on with it, but maybe maybe I got the wrong Theta, but that's what I knew about it. <laughs> So, whatever the case is, uh, Fuse Wars, they're, they're on Immutable. Um, they don't have a huge following, but, like, the following they have, they're pretty rabid. I've been in their Discord uh, quite a bit lately. They showed up in force to the to our spaces. Uh, we had a nice turnout. I think, like, 50 or 60 people showed up, so that was nice to see. And uh, their their art looks sick, man. I, the, the Dragon Prime, man, I'm in love with that thing. I don't that that thing just it just looks sick I, I love their art style and um i think it's three years they've been producing this game or something like that i i hope they get it up and going to where you know more people can test maybe they'll sneak us in for some beta that'd be nice uh but they're they're very friendly uh great great uh great game lead speaking and knowledgeable about his product uh i, I could listen to him all day he's just got one of those smooth voices and uh, yeah, I, I liked what I got, had to had to hear, and looking forward to actually getting my hands on it and trying it out. Yeah, no, it's a shooter, so maybe that's why I don't want to sound like I'm a Debbie Downer when I do give my points. You know, everyone knows that listens to this regularly that I'm not a very good shooter. But one thing I did like is that he's from Unreal Tournament, and that's what's pre- predicted uh, pre- uh, piqued my interest because why I liked Unreal Tournament over other shooters like Quake and you know COD and all that where. Unreal Tournament took a bit, had a bit of a strategy to it. You could send a, dis, a translocator disc and then you could re, reappear on that disc. But if someone shot that disc and you, re, and you appeared on it, it, you'd die, you know? Or they had like a shock rifle. Every, every weapon had two modes that did two different things. So there was a sniper rifle that you had to put the cross, crosshair over someone, but there was also a thing like a shock rifle that had two modes. It was a blue laser that was an instantaneous laser and a blue slow moving bubble. So you shoot a bubble out into the world, and then if you'd laser that bubble, it would explode. So if someone was around the corner, and you knew they were hiding there, you could send the bubble down towards the corner and then laser it when it got there, and explode, and it would kill them from behind a corner, and you can't even see them. So it had a real awesome, like, not just put your crosshair over someone and pull the trigger like most shooters. Um, so I, that's what really I loved about Unreal Tournament and got me, the only shooter that got me dedicated for about a year and a half where I was playing competitive. Um, and if they put that into Fuse Wars and, and bring that kind of like uh, influence, I, I'll get definitely get excited and play it in the PvP side of it more than the PvE because it's just that I can use my strategy to, to in, rather than my mouse skills. Yeah. Yep, yep, that was Fuse Wars. Uh, we had a good time the other night. And moving along, uh, the, we we talked about this 
ahead of time uh, before the announcement and we didn't get our video out right away or I mean the audio out right away and then it was announced but it is officially confirmed Immutable has Pixelmon this was a huge huge announcement um, yeah Kevin came to Immutable it, it, it was funny when Kevin came out it was kind of like uh, what the heck but now it's kind of be kind of become a staple of the of the web 3 gaming space and immutable landed them another major victory for immutable mm, massive um yeah no i uh, pixelmon's I, I it's their sets there are nfts uh like someone did i saw a chart their nfts it was one of the collections that if you bought at the bottom it's had the most gains out of everything in all the crypto all tokens all nfts everything so I did not know that. There, this is bigger than this is the degen side of the of of um, of crypto Twitter, you know, and of gaming. Again, so I, like it looks, like, but it looks like a great game as well, like a fun game for people that like those type of monster hunt, hunters and collector games, where you can where they'll they it's going to bring together both the gamers that will enjoy playing the game and the, the collectors that like that want to you know get rich off of, off crypto. So. Another one, you know, the ZKVM. It's just been such a big win for me to all the ZKVM. Even and it's not even out properly yet. So yeah, you can see, see that. Imagine when it's out and people are seeing that a game gets two and a half million players on it, like like a GOG or yeah. GOG. GOG. We often say another one with uh, Immutable, but this one I actually uh, posted a, another Mon. You know, <laughs> I didn't see that. I missed yep, it. Damn yep, it. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> moving along. Uh, this one, I, I had a hard time finding a ton of information on this one. It was uh, Black Snow Battle for Earth. Uh, only three thousand followers. They they have a little bit of a demo. Uh, I had to go outside of. You know, I had to use another streamer's demo. It looks like you can download the game now, possibly, and try it out. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give this guy credit. Uh, Gatsky, I'm using his. So if uh, you see this, thank you, brother. I did hit the like button and I'm going to uh, hit the subscribe to help you out. If anybody sees him, give him a like and subscribe for helping us out. But he had some uh, some pictures up and stuff. So I'm using that right now. If you're on the video version, if you're on the audio version, you obviously can't see this. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to really make of this game, really. it's I, I think it's kind of like a... I don't know if it's a third-person shooter or what exactly. I had a hard time finding information on this one. Do you know anything at all? It's a mobile game. Um, it's real world, like Pokemon Go, real Geo World Exploration with AR experience. Um, yeah, and then you said only three thousand followers. I did want to say that Fuse Wars only has, doesn't even, doesn't even have two thousand, and they had that huge strong community turn up to our. Um, spaces uh and it was over 100 in that watched it in the right. end so um you know, some of those are ours but that's still um you know they're fuse, going back to fusibles they they've got a really strong community hopefully immutable can help strengthen that for them and the the theta theta fiends still are happy to play fusibles on immutable if it, if it doesn't go to theta in the end back to this game uh, battle for earth that's game hasn't been announced by immutable yet um officially on twitter but it has been announced uh, officially on somewhere else oh that's what i'm gonna say okay yeah. uh, my apologies yeah. i thought that they had been announced so that's my bad i thought but, it was a third person shooter because yes i did see the mobile part but like the way i was looking at it so what is that is that a tank on the mobile 
device or I'm trying to see it here. Uh, I, you can't see it, obviously. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just well. It's got like a I mech. Think, yeah. I see a mech, so I figured that's how it was the shooter. I think you're a, you are a mech walking around with your phone and you shoot things at, at the AR like the so on your phone you'll see the camera mm -hmm. of the world you're in and then they'll even superimpose a enemy in there an alien and you are a mech and you shoot them and then you you know you have it's a story based and collector kind of game through cinematic style you know I don't even know man it's there's not a lot of information yet but it's a game coming to Immutable another one. Um, and we'll see when it um, when it when it launches. What it actually when we get more information. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think you can play it now. Actually, yeah, I, 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 I seen something. You can download the uh, was it the test test fly app or something like that. I forget what they call it, but I seen that you were able to do that. So yeah, I might maybe I'll do that. I'll check it out and get a little bit more information on it coming down the road when they get a little bit closer to hopefully. Uh, Officially coming to Immutable, and uh, another one that man, I these two I really struggled. Uh, Sixty-one hundred followers. Hakori, is that how you pronounce it? Hakiori. Hakiori. Right, I have no idea, man. It's O I R I is not really an English way of spelling things, is it? Right, right. I'm from the West, so I'm I'm a little bit ignorant to begin with, and I'm trying to pronounce these things. And uh, oops, I went backwards there. Um, yeah, so I went to their main website. I was checking it out. The website's very cool. Uh, it's I haven't seen it before like this, but you can click on your options where you want to go. Again, if you're on the audio, you can't see this, but on video, you're seeing what I'm doing right now. Uh, the best thing I could come up with was basically a, a trailer teaser. It looks very um, anime-ish, uh, Japan-style uh, cartoon graphics for the most part. You know, I don't know where it's going or what they plan on doing with it, but um, yeah, what do you, what do you know about this so far? This is a game I come across like three months ago. It's it's on our like rumored get list, um, and so I've broke down the mutable games now that I've tracked to being confirmed and rumored, and so it was on rumored, and I removed it. Because in their Discord they did a mint on Solana, and I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm, I, when I find out they're officially on Immutable, I will, you know, put them back. But then they've like got responded for, to from Immutable that they're building on Immutable. Um, so it, just, it didn't, it wasn't a confirmation from Immutable, but it's like it was like, well, if you, we'll help you if you want to build on this kind of thing. Because Immutable replied. So it doesn't seem like an official partnership with them. Maybe I'm wrong. They've been very vague about the partnership, but um. Yeah, it looks like a samurai game. Um, I don't know much about the game itself, but uh, yeah, the cinematics that they've got are like pretty cool. Um, you know, they're built in Unreal Engine probably and pretty crisp, but the game looks like a cartoony style game. So uh, from, the, from the screenshot that they've recently put up about an hour ago. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it's, um, it'd be interesting to see what comes out of this if... Um, if it's a samurai game in that Unreal Engine 5, the graphics they've got, I'll be more interested in the cartoon style, that's for sure. Right, so that's the thing that throws me off. I've seen the, I've seen the, the animations, the gameplay on the, on the X page, but then I went to their website and they had these computer animations and even they even had a, a real dialed down animation to where it was almost like a, a, a Mario style game where you're running across, uh, you know, horizontal 
landscapes with a ninja. So like, I was like, what game is this? Which, which one are you doing? Or maybe they're doing them all. I don't know. It's just, it was a little confusing for me to try to get a good grasp of what this is exactly. But now that you say it's a rumor, I won't worry about it too much about it. So, uh, yeah. That's... Well, Immutable, Immutable responded to them saying they're building on Immutable. So that was recently, like, that's why I put it on this list. Okay. Because of that. Um, I, I, they have been in our uh, sorting. They were listed in the sorting, um, the, the top 100 games sort of thing list. Because mm -hmm. And then I took them off and then I've added back again. So I just be careful that that web page come up with a, um, you know, a warning as well. So just stay away from this one until we give you more information. Um, <laughs> Great. You know, obviously, you know, do it if you're smart with computers, do what you want to do. But uh, and, and I don't know for sure, but like there's just been a bit of a mixed signal and messaging. Um, you, but they've always came back to say they're building on Immutable. Maybe their PFP collection was on Solana. Um, I didn't. Once they did that, I was like, oh, I'm not interested because I'm a gamer. But you know, that was probably smart but in hindsight for them to do that. There's lots of people that think they can get rich off, off pictures of JPEGs on uh, Solana. So I thought yep. I'd be minting one of them as well. Hmm. Great. Now my computer's probably got a, a virus. I can't wait to deal with that. No, I'm just. Joking. <laughs> I hope it's not. I didn't download anything. I just played a video, so we'll, we'll see. If I if I go off the grid and you can't get a hold of me, uh, this this game took me out. So, uh, next up we got Call of the Void Heartliners. Uh, this is the it's a Web three mobile game. You can download it now. Uh, Thirteen thousand followers. There was something about this I looked at earlier. Okay, you can get it on the App Store with uh, Apple or Google. And oh, this was the uh, oh, what the heck? Top down, what they call it? What they call it? Top down shooter ARPG. ARPG roguelike game with auto auto aim precision. I like that it's on mobile. It's you know, it don't have the best graphics, but it looks interesting. There's this huge horde coming after you. That I like those style of games. You know, it's it's fun to play on the fly. You know, when you got some downtime here and there. Have you seen it? Mm. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Actually, that that one with a billion uh, zombies coming at you, the green yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> looks like, like a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, a little mindless fun. Uh, you know, nothing wrong with that. I like that style. It's... Yeah, they're uh, they were pretty excited about being on Immutable as well. Um, I, fo I followed the founder. He's uh he's he's a big supporter of Immutable. So, welcome to the home of Web three gaming, Call of the Void Heartliners. Um, it's out now, so you can play it on I think Polygon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to download that and check it out. There's a lot of mobile games. I need, I need to make a list. I need to get a list and just start trying them out when I get time. But unfortunately, time is my enemy. And uh, passport. That's why, that's why they were gonna. That's why they. Why they've made the decision. Passport. The seamless logon. Hmm. And and marketplace interact integration. So that seems to be a reoccurring theme. Weird. Mm. Hmm. That, that's really weird for the company that's going bankrupt. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Boy, how do you pronounce this one? Co Cody, right? Cody, yeah. Cody, yeah. Third person fantasy extraction shooter. This uh, reminded me of a much, 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 much dialed down version of Overwatch, so to speak. Um, the graphics are nowhere near as good as Overwatch, but that's I was watching some of the shooting animations and stuff, and you're. You're fighting against other people, it looks like to me. And uh, what do you know about this, Rubik? Uh, their announcement of joining Immutable um, has been deleted. So just finding out right now. Um, interesting. Their uh, X um, says on Immutable. Yeah, uh, but the announcement 
it announced that they Immutable didn't respond, um, and it was a pretty cool little um, graphic. But it mentioned that they got a hundred thousand IMX tokens as a as a grant. And hmm. I don't I don't think Immutable likes that very much. Um, you don't see anyone do that, so maybe that's why they um, took that down. Um, or but maybe what else? Whatever, I don't know. Maybe they've jumped the gun and haven't got that grant yet, or I, or, or something's changed. You know, then Mutable didn't announce it, and didn't respond to them. So interesting, what, interesting. Yeah, um, we'll huh. see. Yeah. Oh, we got we got some uh, live probably, drama. Live drama going on. We, <laughs> we, probably, we probably wouldn't have put it in if we knew that in the middle of the show that well, we're looking I'm looking for the uh, announcement did you see the announcement is it still did you have it up still no I just I had their main X page and then uh, I, I see the unimmutable on their main X page and then I was I was getting ready to play a trailer of what they had just so you know viewers can see what they're doing but that's all I had I didn't yeah. go and look specifically because uh, I just was going off that link that you gave me earlier and yeah, I didn't see that. So, so I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some insights to to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working on, I was working on tokenomics for another game. Um, I've I got three quarters of the way through it and just realized that I don't have the time to do it. Um, I was doing it like pretty much for I just don't have time with the baby. It's a full time job writing a tokenomics white paper. I can tell you that right now. It's a lot of work. I didn't think it'd be as much as it was, and you've got to think through so many things and go down every like model make sure that you know what you're modeling is going to be sustainable all that kind of stuff there's so much math to it and i just got to the point where i'd need to quit my job to do do it properly so i end up stopping and i gave them all my resources but one of the things i found out through doing that is that how particular immutable is on what you can say um in a message about partnership so i wrote a partnership announcement for them and immutable come back and knocked it back and it was it wasn't very much it wasn't very different to theirs. It's just that you were, you will now never be able to unsee it. Every single immutable announcement is very similar. Hmm. They don't promise anything. They it's very very legal, like protecting protecting themselves legally. Yeah. So I believe um, it. And well, that announcement sounds like to me wasn't approved yet uh, to be that wording, and they would have got told to take that down and we'll rewrite a new one. And you watch generic message number two will come out um, in the next couple of days uh, because. It makes sense. While there's no, in America, there's no regulations and there's uncertainty, and we're going to talk about that later on. Um, it's you've got to be careful. You know, you look at the they going the SEC is going after anyone that says anything wrong. You know that they can that like the Project Kaizen on Immutable got mm-hmm. fined six point six million dollars plus, and had to and had to offer refunds to everyone. And luckily, he had the money to cover it. So. Yeah, yeah. There's the way they handle themselves is different from most i won't say all but most companies right now in the gaming space and uh, we'll talk more about that later uh when we talk about the uh the video that robbie robbie was on yeah the the video of this game looks awesome the uh, very unique art so it looks like unreal might be might be unity um might be a really high level unity developers um, Mm -hmm. but it it could be unreal Uh, but either way it doesn't feel like a Unity or an Unreal Engine. Maybe it's not one of them engines, but it's very. Have you seen the graphic of, of the gameplay on the, yeah. on the game? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Like I, like the the surrounding area and stuff, very top notch. And when I said it's not anywhere near the uh, Overwatch, I meant the actual characters themselves. But yeah, I was checking out the the trailer that they have for it. 
to extraction shooter, yeah. So, um, yeah, the models are a little bit like a bit like Vendetta Games as a style. Like the background looks amazing, and the, the models could do with a bit of work, but that can be fixed. Um, but yeah, very cute graphics. I like it. Um, different different uh, feel to it than everything else. Ragdoll kind of death uh, modeling, which is looks pretty cool on the on the on the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully it, that wasn't a mistake and. Um, for and that they are approved and are coming, but um, I, I saw that message and went, "Ooh, I don't think that's going to stay up." Uh, I felt that. Um, did I screenshot it? I should have screenshot. I think I screenshotted it. Hmm. I screenshotted it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the yeah. theme is it's a world without adults, so you got a bunch of kids running around trying to kill each other. All right, <laughs> Lord of the Lord of the Flies, pumping pump, pump khaki style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a comment. That's inside joke there, everybody. So uh, anybody listens for like, what are they talking about? So, yep. Uh, next up. Uh, oh, we're at that part. Okay, I jumped the gun there. All right, let me go back to our screen. Okay. Yeah, so we're we're at the uh, our middle point here of the show, and this is where we talk about what pisses us off. Um, I'll you know I'll start off this week. Is that okay? Go for it. Right. What pisses me off this week? I really didn't have anything, and then a couple hours ago I was inspired. And uh, the print. You ever hear about the uh, Prince of Ni- uh, Nigeria scams? You know what those are? Yeah, I've got plenty of email from people telling me I'm a relation to a long li- a prince or a prince want to leave me all this money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, just from 2020, but 2.5 billion was lost over a decade over Nigerian princes uh, being in trouble, and they need your help. You know, and it just got me thinking. There's a lot of that still going on. They might not be Nigerian princes. It's just a different flavor of people uh, pumping and dumping, or as I like to coin now, pumping kaggy. And it just, it never stops. It never stops. These scammers, these these snake oil salesmen, these these uh, fake Nigerian princes that should be wealthy, but they're not enough to get out of trouble, and they somehow need your grandma's help. And that's what pisses me off this week. What what pisses me off this week? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is a... Jonah Blake, real Jonah Blake, mate, he's pissed me off this week. Um, you know, he, he, he often writes insulting posts regularly. Um, you know, he wrote, a, he wrote a post the other day saying, Would I, should I be genuine or should I take the 10,000 followers? You know, like, you, to even have to have ask that question to me, you lost, you've lost any respect that could have had for you already. You know, like, he was genuine. He, he was saying, I'd prefer to have 10,000 followers than be honest. So, mm. um, you know, and then... He comes out with all these posts attacking everyone. So Alluvium announces quarter two release. Yeah, we, that's everyone who doesn't know that. Alluvium Overworld will go into open beta in Q2, so less than four months away from the end, from, from it being out, where you'll be able to catch Alluvials in the wild. Um, and they showcase the Alluvials actually being in the game. Now, everyone said that there's a soullessness to Immutable, uh, sorry, to Immutable, to um, <laughs> Alluvium. Mm-hmm. And the i've kind of felt that to a degree because but 
you know, I've, my, I've had my theory. I posted that it might be that there's no habitats in the place. It's just all landscape everywhere. Um, you know, there's no humans being in this land. So obviously there's no cities or ruins, but they could have like burrows and, you know, little nests and things to make it feel like it's lived in. And that's, um, I hope they add that to it to make, I think that would solve the, the soullessness for me. Um, but these guys, there's another guy called Hanto that I just can't stand as well. He's like a massive Ronin fanboy, you know, and talks about Ronin being the greatest game, Ronin being the greatest chain all the time, and the game Axie Infinity is amazing, all this stuff, you know. Typical one of those people. Um, and they, I got 10 points from it. They, did a, they posted a little clip discussing the, the Q2 announcement. And of it, they did, I've got, there was 10 points I took away from it that they made in that minute video, a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. They compared it to Power World in a condescending tone from the start, Jonah. Talked about market marketers stepping back who actually amicably left. So they kind of go. So the next point after saying that the condescending voice, he said, and the market, someone else said, oh, didn't the marketer leave? And then Jonah, without even understanding, correct, corrected him and said, no, that was... Um, Grant, who had an alcohol issue. So, but in actual fact, both are true. So he doesn't even actually fully know what's going on in the space because the marketer, Andrew Waugh, left to start his own business and he's still involved with them and doing stuff for them. Um, and Grant had, a, we all know, come out and be, was honest and said he had an alcohol issue and was forced out um, to either fix up fix up the issue or get out. And obviously it got to the point where the addiction got to him and he, and he was forced out. And he, it was an amicable belief as well. And he got the place to a point that was handover without any impact so there's no real big issues about these things um and they would come out with it honestly but still the first three points there have been three negative things and then hanto said he's glad it's finally launching which it's only been delivering de- developing for three years so even powerwall took three years to build so right um it's not that long in development for a triple a game um movement looks nice graphic looks nice so jonah said one nice thing at 0.5 um, looks very barren and very boring was the very next point straight after that. Um, so that's point six. Point seven, the overworld looks way better than their, their auto chess. Panto, um, Jonah agreed um, and said it's very boring. Um, point eight, the fact that the auto chess is intertwined with the overworld is a problem from Hanto. So he said it's very um, cool mechanics in the overworld, but it would be better if it was a battle royale. It'd be pretty fun. But having to play auto chess to capture the creatures is a boring experience. So in that, it's literally seven or eight negative points to two positive points. Uh, over to, talking about the game that just highlighted that you no longer shoot wisps, you're, you're gonna be shooting real alluvials in the overworld, which is super exciting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it really change, changes the game. And the guy's calling auto chess boring and he plays Axie Infinity. Right. If anyone hasn't played, if anyone's played that game, man, I used to nickname, I nicknamed it Axie Infuriating. It is the most boring game I've ever played in my life. It is so frigging boring. So this guy like can come and call auto chess boring, which is, it's, I don't, I'm not into it. I don't like auto chess games, but you don't need to say that. You can, you know, like they just, they just do this. He does this all the time. He did it to Polygon over and over and over again. And then Polygon, this is Jonah paid him to launch his NFTs on Polygon. So now you've never heard another bad word about Polygon since. But this is this is, this is is what pissed me off. These influencers that have this style of insulting everyone to, and get paid to stop. That's what these guys do. It's absolutely disgusting. And uh, yeah, I've got no respect for them whatsoever. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. And uh, I agree with a lot of those points. Uh, 
uh, I just they're just fighting over scraps, man. They're fighting over scraps, and we've said this time and time again about the big picture of things in this space. Uh, Robbie just said it again recently, of yeah, because uh, he's been asked a couple times recently, and uh, you know who's your biggest competitor, and he he, he won't name anybody in this space because he's not focused on that, and these guys are. They're all fo- about focused on. These 100,000, 150,000 people, if there's even that many in this space, and Robbie's answer is uh, our biggest competitor is the 3 billion-plus gamers in the Web2 space. That's our biggest competitor. And it's just a completely different mindset. And you got these guys here that are obviously paid to shill for their networks, their games. And, yeah, you're going to call Alluvium Auto Chess boring when probably, uh, let's be real, 98% of all the games in Web3 are probably in the same category or worse. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's a good call the, on the your order, part. The auto chess isn't isn't that boring. Um, it's, it's a lot of strategy to no, it. No, I don't think so. Learn. I don't think so at all. I tried yeah. it out. I suck. I absolutely suck at it, but I enjoyed it, and I thought it was good for what it was. Yeah, we got. I've got to learn. It. I'm waiting for the tutorial and for actually have real meaning. I'm not. I don't play games for money. So, but um, you know, the one other, other point is the delusions of grandeur is what I take away from Jonah Blake. He, when you hear him speak, he talks like he is the self-confessed, self-determined leader of Web3 gaming, and you can tell by the picture of his profile versus the real picture of him. You know, the delusions. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Is this delusional? I think I've heard him speak once on Between Two Layers, and I was really yeah. focusing on what him and the other guy were saying, and I can't remember exactly what. Bob, maybe I'll give him five more minutes and see what you're talking about, but you're probably right. You're pretty good at that stuff, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. But, yeah, uh, yeah that was uh, what really agitates us this week. Uh, man, you really crushed that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about some... Uh, positive news here get the get the muck off us and let me get my screen up here and wow i am all over the place where to go where to go oh shard bound jonah probably thinks this game is boring too and uh this team is absolutely amazing and they are releasing the play tests i'm pretty sure you got a spot i know i got a spot i can't wait to play it see all the new changes and see what they're doing this team i know they excite you this team really excites me uh what are you looking forward to with this coming up um, just the extremely capable team building this. Um, TCGs are not my thing, but strategy is, which is weird. Um, you know, it's a, the TCGs are strategy. Um, but I just think there's a little bit of linear feeling to TCGs. So when you put a TCG on a hex-based board, I get excited. So I don't know what it is. I just love the feeling of controlling units over a hex. Um, I, I think there should be more games like that. They're very hard to design because people find a one one way to win all the time you know mm-hmm. like it's very hard to, to build the the try 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 lemma or the tri, triangular style you know there's and it gets kind of uh, hard to make it unique and interesting all the time um so they're not easy games to make the hex based games um but that's what these these guys from playing it already and yes i am play tester I got given one of the first ones because i wrote a lot of feedback for them and they went thank you so much for all that feedback and you know, it was a bit of criticism and a little about a lot of really good things as well. Not not like Gog, where I ripped them apart. So <laughs> they, they they like me because I helped them deservedly. 
the reason for the the, <laughs> the play test is is what it's for. They they're not doing it to go, hey guys, this is fun. What play our game? It's the, hey guys, play it. Tell us what's good and what's bad, and we'll fix it. You know, for when we release. Um, that's the whole idea of it. And um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this play test. There's two thousand this time. There's only a thousand or five hundred last time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll be less easy to get a game a lot after before i had to go into the discord and say who wants a game i'm queuing now last time um right in australian time i played to like the same three people five because australia time game time is a bit out you know not the same you guys sleep play when i'm like four or four in the morning so yeah uh, yeah but char bounds in our top 10 um uh, all of our gamers galaxy crews top 10 um it's 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 it's, it's got eighty thousand. put it this way it's got ninety thousand registered players and Metalcore has only got 40,000. That's how big this game's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, one of our top picks. Uh, the, I, I don't know if I would be as high on this if it wasn't for the team. But knowing where they've come from and, and what they're planning on doing, that's that's really shifted me. And I, I, I played some last time. I'm, I plan on playing a whole lot more. And I want to get good at this game. I, I, I This is the kind of game that... It's not fast-paced enough to where if I can just learn the strategy, I know I can get good at it. So this is one that I'm looking forward to. Mm. So, uh, yeah, uh, you're going to have to carry me on this one. I know (laughs) of the Type 1 Prover. I'm still a little fuzzy on the details. Uh, Mutable came out and, you know, basically said that the Prover, Type 1 Prover is released uh, by Polygon and they'll be implementing it. Um... What what's the TLDR on this with this one, uh, Rubik? Okay, so type one prover. So the prover is the thing that you know makes a transaction um, legit. You know, you can it's safe to say that this transaction is 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 accurate. So it's the kind of like the security aspect of of saving to the blockchain. Um, and the prover, there's type four types from uh, uh, Vitalik put the four types down you know and type one prover is the holy grail it is the equivalent the thing we've been talking about ethereum equivalency so this is the thing immutable needs to be able to copy paste code and work on immutable okay at the moment at the moment we've got a proof a cosmos proof of stake bridge doing everything so i didn't know this but um, Aaron Bershmitt and I had a conversation. He, he chose Zai recently for Crypto Unicorns. He's the CEO. I've uh, got a good relationship with him. Okay. And he said to me, he said to me two, about a month ago, Immutable doesn't even have a proper prover yet. There's just proof of stake. But he didn't say yet. He said they don't even have it. Like, like as if that's it. And I said, mate, if that's the truth, then obviously it's because ZKVM has been built. You of everyone who's building of a, of, a, of a game should know that code doesn't instantly appear. You have to actually spend time building it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he agreed with me. He agreed with me. So... This is a really important point. I don't think this is, this probably should be the a half an hour piece from us and the dedicated slot. And so next in next uh, podcast, we're going to have Tal from Immutable Employee who does the customer onboarding from a technical point of view after the sales team. Mm-hmm. So he's not on the, he's not on the prover team, but he's going to be able to tell us a little bit more deeper than what I know. Um, and I'll be really looking for, so I won't go into too much detail on it today, but Ultimately, it's the thing that we need to implement over the next six months. Um, it's complicated. It's very, very, uh, qual- it's very um, high, high quality code. You know, for AI wouldn't be able to write it, for example. 
you know, it's the big brains have built this kind of thing in the world. So, and it's the first one. Uh, there's no, there's another one that's live. And now, now that Polygon has it, it's live on Polygon. They're the first to have it actually live in, in, in a um, production environment, I believe. Yeah. And it's just another example of Mutable being the, the spearheading the front on the technology and to make this stuff just work. And they're pushing the boundaries so that they can be seamless and get to the ultimate goal of breaking into the Web2 gaming market share. And this is, while it's a boring piece, it's a very, very important piece. And oh, it's the most important. Yeah, most important. Exactly. And that's the reason why they haven't implemented the, the Type 3 prover that Polygon has already in live is because it's it spent all this time putting it in. You know, it's not a, it's not easy tech. It'd be setting it up, and then you have to change everything for the top one. So they do the quick and nasty proof of stake that anyone can do just to to get the chain, get the contracts settling properly and uh, the transaction settling properly on the zkVM, and they can just sh chance, transfer over seamlessly to the prover without us probably probably hardly any downtime at all. And they can and they've probably already been writing the code for the prover type one, to because you know probably going to work very closely with Immutable, so they knew it's coming very soon. So awesome. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Guild of Guardians. Uh, big announcement, uh, the migration. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, it's coming up soon, so the big news is get your passport hooked up to your wallet with your GOG assets. Uh, you want to get this done so that you can migrate over to ZKEVM. I've got it up on the screen. Yeah. If you're listening to audio, you obviously can't see it. But, uh, yeah, there's really not much to it. Just... It, Get a passport, hook up your wallet. I don't think it's that hard. I have not done mine yet, but I got to do it soon. And they want you to get it done no later than uh, 10 a.m. AEDT on March the 4th. So uh, they've been giving out the word. If you're hearing this, don't sleep on this. That's only two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, two weeks, a couple of days. Um, yeah, I already had my, uh, I've got one of my wallets. My wife has got a wallet with a heap of NFTs in it, GOG NFTs and, and tokens, and her brother's got one with about 50 tokens, NFT, GOG tokens in it as well, and NFTs, sorry. So mm. we've got to set them two up, but I've done mine, which is the bulk, um, and all the all the, all the the tokens. It's a shame that they didn't work out a thing to get the tokens over as well. I wish they'd do that. That's going to be a, a ball ache, man. Yeah, there's another it, thing. Uh, if you hold 50 dollars worth of GOG tokens on Immutable X on the date. Oh, it's already been done the uh, snapshot. You're going to be given a reward of $50 in GOG tokens per wallet. So that's that's interesting. That's to pay for the transfer, is it? Yeah. I would assume so, yeah. Uh, that's what I would assume. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's Financially, they probably weren't allowed to do what I, my suggestion was. Not financially, legally. Um, they send it to an address, or everyone send their tokens to address, and then they do it on transfer over themselves, and then they allocate out on ZKEVM. But that would probably incur like transaction, you know, like in Australia, especially. Well, it's not Australian. It's Australian. In Australia, if you do any transaction at all, you have to notify the government <laughs> that you've done it, and then right. they'll, they'll do a calculation on how much tax. <clears throat> and you can't claim losses as well on it. It's just ridiculous in Australia. And while I know that they are very uh, 
respectful of their own uh, wallets and funds. They've really got to be even more now because uh, according to some crazy people on uh, X today, they're they're broke. So they really got to watch their funds now. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. Moving that, that's talking about talk about delusions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, I know. That's the that's the biggest delusion. We're gonna talk One. more about that later. Everyone's wondering what these inside jokes are that I'm dropping, but uh, if you haven't seen it, I'll explain it a little bit here. But uh, our newest member to the gamer galaxy's crew, Tonin, uh, he does these awesome pieces. I, I absolutely just I, I've known him for three years or whatever now, and. I just love these pieces. He just makes my life easier. Uh, I did listen to most of the town hall. I was in the middle of uh, lots of things. Uh, if you go to his X post, it's on there. You can look at it. It's very, very well done as usual. Um, did you get a chance to listen to the AMA, Rubik? Yeah, I was listening to it live. It I thought I good. seen you in there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, it was, um... Chris a good one, spinning his magic like he normally does. Uh, maybe that's why he was with Magic the Gathering. I don't know. I just made that up. But anyway, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's a great speaker. He does a great job. He makes you feel nice and calm. But the highlights, uh, the retention was a bit down to where they wanted it. Uh, all the retention seemed to be higher on iOS versus Android. But they were looking for 40% on day one. They only got 31.5. Uh, day seven, they wanted 20%. They only got uh, just under 15. And they think a lot of it had to do with that the intros uh, to the game were too long. And so they're working to adjust that. They, they really feel like the, the first part of the game of getting you into it is what's turning some people off. So they're going to adjust that accordingly to get people into the game faster and to get them into more meaningful group partnerships, so to speak, group collabs of your heroes. I know Chris had talked about that with us. So that's the retention factor. We kind of knew that, but they broke it down in a nice little chart for us. Key improvements, uh, passport, uh, reconnect. And I don't know what FTUE and narrative is. I'm assuming that's some of the storyline at the beginning he was talking about but the one that I liked uh, that I know is hard but they're they're looking at the balance of boss bosses and the endless mode we've heard countless countless complaints about quality of life and it's playing too long they get it they know it so I'm not really too worried about that anything on uh, retention for you there uh, Rubik yeah just what well, come out of it we already knew this from our interview but yeah, Chris has really got his head switched on, hasn't he? he? Knows what's going on. I've got absolutely no doubt this game's going to have millions of players. No right. doubt about it. Yeah, and that's and that just reaffirmed that he the speak he's he 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 focused on the stuff that really mattered this time. I think maybe you know he didn't mention anything about the thing we were worried about that with him. You know, with worrying about the toxic people, he didn't mention that at all. That's one thing I took away. That's good. But hopefully that's yeah, no, that's good. Like he's you know maybe knows that he can't get rid of all those now, and um, that he can just focus on just the stuff that the and reward the people that really back, back him in the game you know by spending the time talking about the stuff we care about that's the game which is you know and the stuff like they just went into so much detail about what they're what they're doing like it's web 3 you get to find out the, the development process i love that as a developer so yeah yeah, his transparency is off the charts it, it's it's night and day difference from the last regime i absolutely love it and i'm glad he's I'm glad he's not talking about it. So hopefully he's he's getting more comfortable and he's settling in and focusing on the game and not worrying about all the naysayers. So good on him. Uh, this was huge, in my opinion. Pets, uh, it's a work in progress, obviously. But the short answer here is yes, we are looking at having the pets provided different incentives. These are in flux, and we 
uh, as we hone in in the balance of the primary loop. So what the pets did before does not match up with the new playstyle. So they're going to have to adjust it and balance that out. And that is kind of a big deal because a lot of people were hyped on pets, uh, myself included. So workers are going to be aiding and crafting. Uh, you can read it here if you're uh, watching this on the video. Scouts are going to be aiding in uh, story dungeons to increase XP, gold, dungeon coin games. And hunters are going to be aiding in endless dungeon points, loot, and curse odds, which is interesting. The curses, uh, we know about that a little bit. Um, the, I, to recap on the workers, I said aiding crafting, uh, increasing odds of crafting higher rarity gear, providing additional crafting components. So that's not final. This is just some things they're talking about. Um, it's kind of a big deal. What do you? What's your thoughts on that, Rubik? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't really listening to that to the details. <laughs> I just trust him, mate. I just trust him to do what he wants to do, and he'll, he'll do the best, you know, that we that he can with the information he's got and the equipment he has to get to by. I just can't wait. Australia was next. That's that's the thing I took away. Australia's next for playtest. So they're gonna, yeah, they're opening yeah. up to Australia next. So uh, before the before the major release. So I'll be able to play it without that VPN, which I, did, I didn't play it because I just couldn't be bothered setting up a VPN. Yeah, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and set it up. I, I mean, I have VPN, but I, you, I have to do extra hoops of like tricking my phone that I'm not in America and stuff. And it's just, it's going to be annoying, but I'm going to have to do it. Uh, the last major point that Tona put up for us was guilds. It's going to be a four phase uh, uh, system. And I think this is the hardest part for Chris, honestly. I do. Um, the, the financial commitments that were put on these and promises and he's got to balance this out so that it doesn't wreck the game but that promises are upheld so uh, the phase one is the core functionality this one reminded me of like a social platform they're going to make it like it'll be fun to be part of a guild because of the social perks that you get out of it uh, they did talk about guild bonuses which comes into later Phase two is a uh, guild rating ability, the ability to, for a guild to work together to take down a PVE boss for rewards that feed back into the above phase one. How that's going to look, I'm not really sure, but whatever you get, it'll enhance your phase one uh, core functionality. And then phase three is the guild crafting primary focus of internal iteration as we work with key stakeholders. I think this is all about taking care of the original promises and then phase four it basically says it's going to be an ongoing living thing to where it evolves over time i believe so you know they're looking at it they gave us something this is more than they've given us at all about guilds because that's probably been one of the top if not top question of what are they going to do uh, again, thanks, Tonin, for this breakdown. You make my life easy. Thank you so much, brother. I love it. And Tonin is doing the Spanish section here very soon in our Discord. Uh, if you got anybody that's uh, into Web3 and they like Spanish content and they can only do content in Spanish or whatever, send them our way to the Gamer Galaxy Discord. And there's a special section in there for Tonin to start putting in uh, content here soon. Awesome. So that was our uh, Guild of Guardians breakdown. Did you have anything else you want to comment on that before we move on? Oh, you covered it, mate. It's a ton in yours world. Uh, I just want to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm sick of talking about it. I, I know, it. I know you're going to have something to talk about on this next one. Um, 
I don't know a lot about Otura. We talked about uh, on our previous podcast with them with uh, Wag Me Games. Uh, they just took on Undead Blocks. I know who Undead Blocks is. I have some very, very good friends in there. I've actually met the the two guys that are actually in charge now and taking over Undead Blocks. I met them in Tennessee last year. Uh, two really good guys. Uh, I believe what they say. I believe their intentions are well. Uh, I've said it before. I am 90, I'll say 98% sure that somebody in that company, not them, rugged the the treasury and they are doing everything in their power to come through with what they said they were going to do even though it wasn't their fault and uh they've it appears that they've moved on to altura away from immutable and uh i wish them the best of luck i wish it could have worked out on immutable but um it just isn't the in the cards and you know so i know you had some thoughts on it and i'm gonna i'm gonna let you talk about uh what altura had to say well, Atura's had a few digs at Immutable before because they go after Immutable because they've got a similar system, but they have smart contracts enabled. So they use APIs on smart contracts, but they don't have their own chain. They just build on top of other ch- chains and they charge through their, I don't know how they do it, but they charge through a little, little fee on top of everything. And so they're quite expensive because of that. And um, but they've, they've gone after Immutable Games. Like, that's what I'm... Whenever you hear an announcement from Immutable, from Atura, 90% of the time it's a game that was on building on Immutable or partly part of, like, Wagme Games has got... They've got a part of their, uh, you know... Uh, uh, and it's always been on the IMX chain, not the CKVM chain. And so they've just announced, announcement alert, Undead Blocks has switched over and joined the Altura NFT ecosystem. Why, you ask? So straight away they're digging immutable. Like mm-hmm. that's they're, they're gonna they're gonna have a dig without saying because everyone knows that you know under blocks is on immutable. Um, and they're on the IMX chain, not ZKVM, obviously, because they've been out for two years nearly. Mm-hmm. Um, Switch was fueled by a quest to personalize solutions, top-notch support. Dig at immutables. You know we always talk about how the support sometimes can go away because of the success they're having. Well, well, Tura, when you have got like no games to build for, of course <laughs> you can give great support. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. uh, and innovative ways to be better. And it's probably true. They've got innovative ways to, to better the game internal ecosystem. Right. But how can you how can you in, improve an internal ecosystem that hasn't changed for 18 months? They've got one map and two or three guns. And that was the last time I played it. And I'm pretty sure it hasn't changed since then. For 18 months, man. The game, it's not. And so I joked and made a response. And then I didn't post it in Twitter because... I don't want to, I, you know, I want to try and move away from being a little bit too aggressive sometimes. Like, sound like a rabid dog, immutable, you know, <laughs> sick of dog, you know. Um, so I, I just post the ones that I don't post in my Discord in the meme channel so that people can see what I was going to post. Uh, so that's when, a reason to join our Discord if you're not in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote, yeah. So in response to that tweet, which I didn't post, is, yeah, they probably the problem was the other chain not the fact that there hasn't been a game update for 18 months and everyone is bored of the exact same tiny map nice job though yeah <laughs> i didn't post in the end you did a great I job did you did a great job you just did a clown face i think people know <laughs> <laughs> i had to do it i had to i had to post the clown face i had to tell them that they're freaking clowns mate <laughs> yeah no i totally get what you're saying about undead blocks uh uh, again, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the crew that's there now. Um, I know they had more things coming. They they had another map. They had mobile coming, and uh, there was another owner. 
there was another owner that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to call it what it is. We got, the community got lied to. There was no mention of some other owner besides Grant. Well, that was not the case. It's a lie. Sorry. It is what it is. Um, that's not on the two guys that are there trying to turn the ship around. They, they, they have gone through extensive, extensive, expensive lengths to force the previous owners to give them the keys to the ship. And I know that for a fact. And uh, can they turn around? I don't know. But I'm going to root for them. And uh, like I said, I met these guys. And I, I believe them when they tell me what has happened. And uh, hopefully they can turn around. So we won't... Uh... They made a big mistake. They made What's a big that? mistake. If, if, if I was them... I would 100% build on Ronan because can you imagine that? I thought they were. No, I thought they were. Well, it, it, by going to a tour is a massive mistake because the tour has no community. Yeah. No people playing games. And Ronan, if you haven't noticed by the tweets that their fanboys tweet, like they're obsessed with IMX. Ronan is oh, obsessed. Yeah. They would have been like, it's, yeah, we stole this from Immutable because they suck, you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they would have supported that game so much. They would have been like, look, you guys failed on Immutable, but you're thriving on Ronan. Yeah. See, Ronan's the best. Ronan's the best. They would have made, like, they would have had 50,000 hmm. players a day and been, been able to milk those idiots for six months. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's what I would have done, but that's a lost opportunity. Um, so if you're in an Immutable game and you're not getting the service because you're a shit game like Andre Block <laughs> and you want to go somewhere else, go to Ronan. Oh. Go milk those idiots. Milk those idiots oh, dry. Man. Do it. Do it. Sell sell NFTs for five hundred dollars each of PFP pitches and say call them anti immutable PFPs, mate. You'll sell out in seconds. The immutable pitbull. The immutable pitbull is off the leash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. I'm not wrong. Am I? No, I get am what I you're wrong? saying. I get what you're saying. I just, am, I, am I right? I would that happen? I would, can't. Would the Ronan fanboys? No, you're going right. Going burko for an ex immutable game that they stole off immutable. They you're, would. you're right. I just uh, I'm not gonna call Undead Blocks a, a shit game. I I understand yeah. what you're saying, but I'm not gonna call it a shit game. But I I totally think you're right though about going to Ronan. They they I don't know. I don't know if they've seen. I'll ha I'll have to talk to KG. Maybe he'll give me some insight to why they went there. Um, I'm I'm pretty good friends with him. Uh, you know, he's a good he's a good stand up guy. I I I'm telling you, man. I, I I don't say that lightly in this space, but I he's a good stand up guy. Yeah. So. But, well, um, the game the game is boring because it's, there's no more content. It actually plays pretty well. Right? They know. You know, it was it, there's, it was no loop. There's no reason to come back other than money. And you know, if you, we've already made that established that if people play for money, it's a, it's a Ponzi. Yeah. You know, as soon as you, as soon as you, it's either sustainable because people are willing to put money in for the fun of it, and therefore they the people will put a dollar in that they don't mind the dollar going out to someone else. It's not getting rich from it. They're going to make a couple of dollars, you know, the people that are playing it for the money. But as soon as you make it that you can make a living out of it or any kind of decent money in a third world country, you become a Ponzi scheme. That's it. There's no other way around it. You cannot, people aren't willing to put their a salary aside for, for every one player that's playing for fun, they're still not willing to put a salary aside for someone to play that game. So as soon as someone wants a salary from a game, it doesn't, it, it's one-to-one. -one. You, you need you need a hundred players for every extractor. And as soon as someone can extract decent value from a game, those hundred people start to go over to the extractor side and it becomes unbalanced straight away and therefore a Ponzi. So yeah. it's pretty simple to see that you cannot have a game that pay, that that what 
The only form of income is from people's pockets, gamers' pockets, and it be sustainable. It's just not possible. Anyone that thinks it is at this stage is 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 just is just living the pump and caggy dream. In most cases, you're right. I do have some insight on this game. I I think they got a shot. Uh, it just they're, they're they're fighting uphill because uh, their legs were taken out from underneath them. And I do get what you're saying, but I'm going to disagree a little bit on that. They're just straight up an extraction game. Is there extractors in their game? Absolutely, and that's part of the problem that they ran into. So uh, I'm going to move this on. We need to. Oh, it's we're up to Rubik Shorts. So this is where. Not many. What's that? There's not many. There's not many today. I've just uh, we've got, we've covered it all already, um, and we've got some other things that are coming up that we're talking about it with. So ultimately, just two things that you can you can play Arcbound now on Epic Games, and also Bad Mad Robots. You can um, wish list now on Epic Ooh, Games. So yes, that's the that's the, very much Shorts today. That's it. Yeah, I just put out a tweet about that. I went and signed up for that right away. I'm I don't know why. I just really I don't know. I got an itch for that game for some reason and I really don't even know a lot about it. I don't I can't explain it. It's just I think it's just cuz they're robots and they're bad and they're mad. I don't know. I'm not sure. But so uh that was it on your shorts? Yeah, that's all, man. Okay. Uh Stark X is doing an airdrop. Uh yeah, this one this is causing some controversy. Uh are are you aware of the controversy? Uh, mate, whenever you, you, people get given free money, they it causes controversy somehow. Well, I don't really care, whatever. Yeah, just the the people that have been participating in the system are getting 111 tokens versus the other people that... I, I don't know what they were doing exactly, but they're going to wind up getting more. So the people that were participating are getting a lot less than the people that weren't, and it was causing an uproar about it. I still got to see if I got any wallets that are eligible for it. I haven't done it yet, but I got to get on that here soon. Hmm. Um, so ultimately, what people probably don't understand is StarkNet, yeah, mm-hmm. is, uh, is the, the long-term plan. It's kind of like mutable ZKE, VM versus IMX. You know, like StarkNet's two chains. They've got their StarkX chain and they've got their StarkNet chain. And all their resources are going to StarkNet. Their token's on StarkNet, not StarkX. And they've decided to reward Stark X players for a snapshot before 2022 with with everyone gets 111 no matter what you spend. Of course, it's not scaled on the one I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on is the one that I get a flat fee, the same as everyone else. But if anyone's going to be upset, it should be me. I, I'll get 111 tokens as someone that did eight transactions, and I've done thousands and thousands of transactions with thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's gone. But in the end, it's only 10% of their um, allocation is to Stark X users. Mm-hmm. And 50% to StarkNet users. So I'm happy we just got something at all. They didn't have to. It's not the chain that the token's for. It's just the same company. Right. So, and then and then all the other people, like, you know, all the, the typical DGENs are upset with, you know, not getting what they felt entitled to. Um, so, you know, it's a funny world we live in, man, where people feel they're entitled to certain amounts of free money. Oh, yeah. Big time <laughs> yeah, in this space, too. That. Big time yeah. in this space. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an ongoing theme. Uh, yeah. Up next, yeah. we've got the... Uh... Uh, before you go on, before you go on... Yeah, go I ahead. I want to say one last thing. Yeah. that po- I did a post on how to, how to get the immutable drop. Uh, the Sorry, the Stark, Stark, Net, Stark token drop. Mm-hmm. I got 5,000 views on it, man. It was like one of my biggest posts I've had of the month. So I've had one bigger. That was the, the, um, the top 100. But mm-hmm. this one had got... Talk about tokens, get views. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Incoming. Makes Incoming. sense. Makes sense for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Carly, she changed up her, her format. I noticed, uh, I'm sure you noticed it too. Mm. She used to do one and cover a bunch of stuff and now she's breaking it up into segments. Uh, she released four in the last 10 days, anywhere from 19 minutes down to, I think 11 was one or something like that. But regardless, it was four different topics within when she usually does it in one. Um, I got through three of them. I can only remember two somewhat, one in specific. Uh, the ZK EVM one I did not get to. Um, Robbie was going back and forth with her about Apple and Web 3. Robbie did pick up a uh, one, one of those Apple glasses for 3500 bucks, and he's testing it out. Uh, mm. It's good to see him watching the trends and seeing where the... Uh, the goggles and uh, VR is going. I, th I think it's definitely in the future for this space. It makes sense. And uh, he was talking to her about that. And the big one for me that I liked a lot was the Simwins uh, AI Fantasy Football. This was a good one. I, I like this one probably the most because um, I can just imagine where this stuff can go. And they were talking in a lot of what they wanted to do and what they were working on, not what is actually happening. But it it really it really is gonna be insane down the road. They're make basically they're making AI players that you can uh give supplements to, you can put through them through training regiments you can do all kinds of real world things to them, which I, I would assume incurs a cost within their ecosystem to make them a better athlete. And then you put them on a playing field and you can manage them. And then they play against other people that are doing this and just the possibilities of what this could evolve into. You don't even need real people to create virtual gambling things. Uh, and I don't know how they could do it, and not have it tampered with, but they're claiming they can. And it, it, there's a lot of things that have to happen for this to come and to be workable. But like the fact that people are working on this 10 years down the road. Yeah, this could definitely be something. And if it, if it works here, it's going to work in all kinds of other things. I found this, this video very, very interesting. Did you get a chance to check anything out on these? Um, I did a while ago now and it's, I didn't get a chance to refresh and I didn't write notes so I'm going to have to leave you with it. Um, there were just good ones this one. I, I liked all, there was four different videos from Carly and all of them had something in them that were interesting. They didn't, they forgot to announce the ZK EVM um, <laughs> for Carly. They're a little bit late <laughs> so they, I think I was like, oh, we didn't even announce the ZK EVM. Yeah. So they missed that. So that's, that came in late. We, we announced it before them, their own channel. Right. Um, so yeah uh but yeah the publishing one was good uh, the, i've heard of that guy before michael um he's in charge of the publishing side of the arm of the business so you should watch that one to see what they're doing in terms of you know publishing games so that you know they've got five games at the moment Sharbound's one of them metalcore uh and uh is that the one i'm gone blank Sharbound, metalcore and uh infinite victory oh That's yes yes games. yes how could i forget that one yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. So go, go and find out about how what Middle is doing to in, become a top tier publisher, which is something I've criticized comments from about people saying that blockchains will become publishers. And uh, like Bryson's all in on that. In, um, 
And they're, what they're looking at it from is from a point of view of that these small games don't have the budgets for publishing and don't have like they're, they're you know they're going on a shoestring budget to get the game out and then they're selling it on token and they're relying on the chain like Ronan who are good at this at selling their games for their for their for their for their core audience where I've always said that that will be choice of shit tier games but really quality games well funded games will want to have a proper publisher publish their game because why would you go with some crap tier chain that's just pumping to their 10,000 hard die hard get wins token go up people you know like mm -hmm. you want to you want to sell to every gamer in the world come play your game so that's why you that, that highlighted a, immutables lead in that publishing space you know another even though it doesn't look like it right now because they're not going for the web two web three native as much as the gamer mm -hmm. um but yeah that was one of my, my takeaway from it but yeah all of them were good to watch and the sim win one is one of my games that i was most excited about I'm a bit disappointed. Their marketing is horrible. Like when you see their um, their game, they tweet out. There's no. no I didn't, you had to watch that. To, we've had them on a podcast on a Spaces, mm -hmm. and now on that, I still don't fully understand what you do in the game, other than a bit of gambling. And you know, I see that now that there's a couple of tiers, like special people own the teams, like famous people own the teams, mm -hmm. and then they and you can get involved with with their fantasy football, which is not my thing. I thought it was going to be like more about me owning a team and then and then I and then training him and then playing against other people in a in a league and because it's AI driven but also video so that was what excited me so maybe I'm not saying it's not going to be big but it's not my cup of tea when I got excited you remember I got excited about this about eight months ago and it said I know about a game coming that's not announced yet that's going to be huge yeah that still could be huge but not for me hmm. yeah you know honestly. I'm just not into fantasy stuff as much. I'm just not into fantasy football as much as I am into, you know, like strategy. This, it, it, I say this with a giant if. If they can pull this off, I think this will be absolutely huge. But I don't know how they're going to pull this off. It just seems like a massive undertaking. But I'm excited of the fact that somebody is actually trying because I think eventually it'll happen. It's just who's going to be the one to master it and capitalize on it is my question. So. I think it's yeah, well, down the road. You can play something in that game now. It's like a very small part of what they're building. So um, I thought Dusu said it's fully out, but I don't think it is. They, they've from that interview that it's not out yet. So mm. okay, um, yeah, it definitely it's a it's a sleeper, and they don't advertise their product very well on X. Maybe we should have them on the podcast to get them yeah. to understand. Yeah. To, to I, I actually got a line to to Mr. Ortiz. I've got to, I actually can contact him directly. So yeah, well, that'd be I fun. Can, uh, send, that'd be send fun him a for sure. Say, hey, mate, let's come and learn. Let's break down your game and get right into it. Explain how the daily person is going to what they're going to do on a daily basis and how is it going to be fun. Is it more on the gambling side? Is it more on the on the play side? What? And just break it down like into real bite-sized chunks so people can break away. It's just being too vague what they're, what they're saying to me. Exactly like speaking of high levels and not getting real specific. That interview was the best one they've had so far, though. They've broke it down a little bit more. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, this next point, you you've brought this up a lot of times, and I figured we've talked about this. So I'm wondering, uh, you want to talk about uh, Mazari Crypto, 70% of games building on immutable. Uh, you've explained this eloquently on many spaces and everywhere. Are, are we just reiterating that point again, or is there something new with this one? Well, it's been pumped a lot, like by people. You know, even Robbie said it and quoted it. He's quoting it, so he's not lying. He's just saying this is what Mazara Crypto says. 
But this is, seems like one that they've just taken the out of context 70% figure and put it into their report. Maybe Mutable is winning 70% of games because they've won a lot, if you noticed. Um, I'm starting to think maybe they are, they are getting 70% of games. And all the other games, they're not counting the ones that already exist. Not 70% of all games that are out in crypto, but all the new ones that are signing deals, they're winning a lot, mate. And maybe they are winning 70% now of games. Um, hmm. Surely this Zara Crypto is pretty professional. Wouldn't say that if off a whim of you know, of you know misunderstood whim, they do some research to back this up. But lots of games are choosing immutable. You know, there's 50 VC funded games chose immutable in the last two months. That's that's probably close to 50 percent or 70 percent of all new games signing deals with, with chains. Close, I, you know, I've, I follow the space and I don't see that many games signing with other chains that much. It's amazing. I can't believe so, I can't believe all these market share games would want to go to a broke outfit. I don't understand it. So, but whatever. Um, yeah, another dig there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this was. Oh, you, uh, broke up, you broke up for me. I didn't hear what you said. So, I said. Uh, I, I said. I'm uh, just saying. I can't believe all these uh, market share. Seventy percent of this market share is going to a. a, a a platform that's broke it's just really odd i don't understand it so <laughs> yeah going break this is this is what one thing like what what like what are these experts in their armchair think that they know more about which is the best chain than actual builders that are building games if you're right that your chain is the king of gaming chains why is only 14 games chose to build on you and 4,000 have chose to build on other chains you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. You, you might have a few extra thousand players right now that got sucked in by the Axie Ponzi, but you know, that doesn't really, and I'm gonna get to this point in my final thought. I'll carry on then. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you brought, uh, you had some uh, non-immutable news here. Oh yeah, this was this was actually big. It was all over the space, uh, the space of uh, X this past week. Uh, Disney invests 1.5 billion into Fortnite uh, Epic Games to build a persistent game universe. This is a massive collaboration. I'm not, I'm not surprised because Disney goes like where the trends are. You know, they went, they go from trend to trend, destroy it, and then move on to the next trend. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, I yeah. did. But uh, yeah, they they're going to Fortnite. If anything could kill Fortnite, it's Disney. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> They're not giving. They're not giving 1.5 billion dollars away for 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 no share in the actual product in actual Unreal Engine. Mm -hmm. They'll bring in their diversity, equity, inclusion requirements, you know, into into Unreal Engine. We'll see if they destroy that company as well as they did to my beloved Star Wars. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I don't want to go too much detail about it, but it's like. Everyone gets excited by it. I, I'm I, I'm not excited by it at all. I I, I, I am a little bit. I mean, it just it just shows that this industry is not a, a fad, in my opinion. I think it's just another verification piece amongst many that have come out lately. Am I happy that Disney's in it? Not really, because I don't really care about them anymore. But it's a big headline. It gets the normies to say, "Oh, what's this?" So you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um. This next headline there, I think you got more grasp on it than I do. I was very welcoming, like, oh, okay, I know it's off the Avalanche system. I don't have a problem with Avalanche. Actually, I'm kind of a little bit bullish on them for my own personal reasons. But um, Xbox welcomes Godzilla Games Web3 IP off the grid. Uh, a lot of hoopla was made about this in the week about the 
you know, Web3 getting onto a mage stage Web2 platform. And uh, I'm sure you've got some thoughts on this. Yeah, um, the reports have been about um, Web3 being the first Web3 game, but no one's, Gunzilla's not actually claimed that. And neither has anyone stated that Gunzilla said that. They've said it's on Xbox, so therefore they're assuming. And even Eliza, who wrote the article, said, did you read the article? When I said, is it actually going to have Web3 integrated? And she's said it is, that is, but it's not from them. She's saying it is. So I hope it is, man. I hope it's on Web3, mate, on an Xbox. I love it. AVAX, I love Coop. He's a legend. Um, this is one game, I'll, their number one game I want to play. It just looks so good. It looks different, and uh, and if it's on Xbox and it's and it's Web three integrated, that's the, the first step. Yeah. People, but we know we got interviewed someone recently, off the, behind the scenes, not on the not on the shot. It was only a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember which game it was for some reason. Uh, the memory of the game leaves me. But they asked, they touched, with, talked with Xbox, and they wouldn't allow them to come on because they don't allow Web three because of the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So that that's a quick change around from just a couple of weeks ago for all of a sudden a game that I would have had to have this in the pipeline for a year. So, you know, um, I'll believe it when I see it is what I'll say, but I hope, I'm not paying to be negative, Nancy. I, I'm just a realist. If, if it's on there, awesome. And I don't care that AVAX is the first one to get it. Like everyone yeah. thinks it's, you know, like they, they've won because of this. Like it, it doesn't, it just opens up their doors to everyone else to be able to put their games on, potentially on Xbox and, and eventually PlayStation. Thank you. And Nintendo. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. If they were, if this was real, legit, and we confirmed, and they're going to be on it, I'd be happy for them. We're a mutable-based podcast, but I would be happy for them because, as I've said in the past, it, when when one gets it done, and it brings in ten million to the space, they're not just going to look at that one platform. They're going to start taking a look around, and then we all win. And that's that's the premise of it. So hopefully, it is like you yeah. said. So yeah, um, we did we did miss one thing as well. Uh, the the bell curve in the content section. I was uh, wondering that where that went. I looked and I was like, where'd it go? Did I miss it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I must have deleted it by accident. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, no, we can talk about that. It's just a quick one, mate. I just wanted to say it was really good because Robbie promised. <laughs> no, he didn't promise, but he, you know, if he says it, I can't get it as a promise. That by July, ZK AVM will have thirty games out. That was my biggest takeaway from that one-hour interview of Bell Curve. Um, he went into liquidity again, but if you, I recommend going watching, finding that part and listening to the liquidity part. It's really like Heimer's home, real detail. Why the liquid liquidity fragmentation is bad for crypto and how Immutable is going to solve that. That's it. Yeah. Um, I thought I had the tab up and I don't, so I apologies for the for the viewers of this. But yes, uh, the the one thing I took was he mentioned some financials. Uh, Immutable has two hundred and thirty or two hundred and sixty million in cash on hand. They used to have about I want to say about five hundred to six hundred million. So they've obviously invested yeah. a lot of that money, uh, which. Yeah, go figure. If you're going to take on capital investments, you have to invest it. You can't just let it sit there and not do anything. So I'm glad they've invested it. We're starting to see the fruits of that investment with all the these 350 games. million was the highest amount they've ever had. It was? In okay. cash. They've got 500 million tokens. Uh, okay, I might be off. I thought it was 600 million, but whatever. Okay, so if no, it was 350 million, good. thanks for the correction. They spent some to get some stuff going. We're seeing the fruits of that uh that that expenditure which it has to happen and then they've got stuff as well yeah people got to eat people got to live (laughs) just they're going they're going to be draining a couple you know a couple of 
you know tens of tens of millions a year on on salaries for sure. Yeah, they've got three hundred. They've got nearly three hundred employees. It's so. the cost of business. You got to put the seeds yeah. down to make things grow. So, and that's that's what they're doing. They have uh, two billion dollars in token valuation. Uh, that's locked up right now. I believe July, it might open up some of that. Uh, they have postponed it a few times already. Who knows? They might postpone again. We don't know that for sure. And then uh, he was talking about, um, he brought up a point, and he has brought up this point before, but he brought it up again. They, they asked him, the, you know, who's your biggest competitor? And he, he said, you know, it's the Web 2 space. It's not about the infighting in this space. You know, w when we get into the Web 2 space, there's going to be plenty to go around for everybody. And that's what we should all be focused on. And it's just, he, he's made this point mm. before. We've made this point. That's what it's about. And, you know, that's why we clash a little bit with some of these other networks. It's just, they're, they're, they're just in it for the money. I'm going to call it what it is. They're in it for the short-term money. They don't really care about the space. They don't really care about the big picture. And Robbie puts it perfectly. Our biggest competitor is Web2. And we don't have, we don't have time for this infighting. We're too busy building the pipes, the infrastructure that's needed to give the tools to the to the games so that they can build and we can get he, he's called it out today. We we're looking for four four to six major games to really solidify what we're doing. And you know they get the criticisms for you know not being fully uh helpful with all the games they have on the platform. Well, you know, it's a business and if you're making noise and you're doing the right things, you're going to get some attention from them. And if you're not, they don't they don't have the time. They just don't. They just they don't have the time. They're looking for that that core deluge of games to take them into the web 2 space. So, uh it, it was a little bit different interview than I've heard him done before. He was a little bit more uh real than he normally okay. was. And I, I, I appreciated it. I, it was good. If you if you really like hearing him talk, it's a little bit different. I would advise you to, to, to check it out. I'll put the link in the uh, video notes if you want to check that out. Yeah, he's uh, that's just hot. That was really I forgot that point. That was probably the biggest highlight of that point. Just the response to that answer. It just shows you the difference in brain, you know, like the difference in upbringing, difference in stability, the difference in you know, just being able to deal with adversity. Like he's just, he's just, why we support Immutable is because, probably because of Robbie. Was, you know, like ultimately it, his attitude filters down through the company. We've heard that before from other guests that have told us that, that work for Immutable, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, in that response to that question is like, it's, he said it's not a zero sum game, meaning that everyone can win, that it's a good product. And you know, you see these other ones, especially the one we mentioned the most, their founders are attacking Immutable on a constant basis. Um, you know, and it's just, it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. And you look and you wonder why we support Immutable over them. And I started out there, you know, so it's, you know, and it, it will, it'll cost you in the long run, short-term gains, for, mm -hmm. you know, but long-term pain is what that attitude will have. And it's going to, it's going to become, at the end of 2024, we're going to see that and their, their talking points and narratives are going to die up pretty quickly. He also he also went into the, he's on another level of down the road that a lot of us aren't even thinking about. And he's he's talking about futures contracts, and I don't all know all the ins and outs of futures contracts, but he he quoted, I think it was 150 billion dollars. If they if they get this right to where they have a core of games 
that are into the mainstream, the, the 3 billion plus gamers, it has the potential to bring in $150 billion between the gaming aspect and the futures contracts and all the, the highly sophisticated banking tools that go into these things that a lot of us can't even comprehend. And the amount of volume and revenue that will generate, it'll be absolutely insane. And that's what they've that's what they're looking at. He, it, it is about games, but he's looking down the road is if they can get this, what it will evolve into. And it, it just blows me away that like I'm happy he's talking about this stuff. Like I don't hear any other chains talking about this he's thinking three moves ahead and you gotta love that from your your ceo that brings that brings me into my final thought of the week um you know like immutable reminds me of tesla yeah um, and like very closely like for example that future th thinking tesla built out the charging station back when they was they were selling five thousand cars with a vision of building charging stations all over the world and now they've got 50,000 charging state uh, charges or something, 50,000 stations all over the world, or something stupid number, you know, they've built this infrastructure. It's still not big enough to support electric vehicles, but they had this vision before they'd, before they'd won, they had this vision and built it, you know, and, but there's a lot of Wall Street analysts that, you know, give the analogy of te Tesla versus, they're, 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 they're bull, uh, bears, sorry, against Tesla that say, like Toyota has sells 10 times as many cars as Tesla, but is only 120th the market cap. So why is that? You know, like there's some people with short-term visions that can't see the big picture. They can't see what, the, like right now they're only selling 500,000 cars, or one, not even a million cars a year. And how can they have a bigger market cap than, than Toyota that has 10 million cars? But there's, it's the infrastructure around what they're building and the foresight to see what will come and having the belief that that will come to fruition. It's exactly the same thing of, of Immutable versus, say for example, our favorite chain, Ronin. They built first, like Toyota, they had the most gamers, they had the most everything, but they dropped the ball, they got comfortable, they didn't build really good tech. It's okay tech they've got, they're probably up above most chains, but not all chains. Like there's AVAX is better, there's a lot of other chains, Arbitrum's better. Immutable's better, what they built and what they're building. And so they sort of sat on their hands and we didn't have the vision to build. They got comfortable with what they had and they, this, is that, this is what we're gonna win with. But other people with better visions like Tesla, like Immutable, saw a better future and built for that in the future. And we're not there yet to see the fruits of that yet. And that narrative that's painted all the time from the Ronamax is that Immutable has no players and all this stuff, which is, they're quoting false numbers anyway, for starters but they don't have as much as Ronin yet. And, but 260 games chose Mutable for a reason because they, they could see the Tesla, like I could see the Tesla in it. They could see the benefit to them to building on, on this chain rather than a chain that had the lead at the start. That's my end of the day. That's my end of the thought. That's a great point. Well said, well said. Way to segment into that. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna piggyback a little bit on yours. Mine's a little different. So uh, I just caught up on that that bell, bell curve uh, interview today with Robbie and I've known a lot of this stuff but I started thinking about it as um, I was picking up golf balls walking the dog at the same time I try to synergize my time with everything I pick up golf balls and I resell them I'm a golf ball hawk if uh, you didn't know but anyway I digress there um, I started thinking about Gamers Galaxy 
and what we've done. And we're trying to cover Immutable and we're crazy enough to even start thinking about covering Avalanche. I don't even know how we would do it with the time that we are just, we're, we're, we're so overwhelmed with information that we're trying to process, uh, summarize so that it's more palatable for our audience. Uh, and we appreciate our audience. And I know our, our, our segments go long, but there's just so much information. And I'm thinking about all this stuff Robbie's talking about and, you know, the futures contracts and, and the $150 billion potential. And knowing his background, uh, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be just happy with just getting games and having a little platform and being okay with it. Uh, I know his aspirations are very likely much, much bigger. And I'm thinking to myself, we're going to need more people. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to need more quality people. And... Uh, We've accomplished so much in the last few months, and I'm very proud of it. Uh, and it's not a knock on our team at all. It's not a knock on you, Rubik. It's not a knock on me, DeSeuss, uh, Juan Regal, uh, you know, our new guy, uh, Tona, with us. There's a ton. There's a ton to cover. And uh, we got to keep our eyes out for quality, reliable people that see the vision that we see because I don't think we're going to be able to keep up in a couple years here. Maybe a year. We're, we're just we can only dedicate so much time and we're going to do our best. And I know, I know we're going to do a good job, but like my thought is we got to start keeping our eyes open for quality people. And, uh, we're going to expand this thing and ride, ride this Tesla, this mega Tesla with uh, the immutable fam and see where it goes. And that's my thought. Still there. Uh Oh, well, yeah, I'm having pro- I'm having connection problems, so I'll just say uh, thanks for having. I'm gonna have to wrap up now because uh, I've got internet problems. Living in uh, potato internet world, but yeah, it's um, been a great pod again. Thanks for you know going through this with us and listening to us, everyone. Um, really appreciate it, and I hope uh, you got some good good nuggets out of that and enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. That was uh, Rubik with his. Uh, with his farewell there and i'm going to be signing off please like subscribe comment below it helps us out with the algo catch us on x uh we're on rss audio youtube all the all the socials that we've got help us out get the word out discord is open come on in get the elf first from rubik and we will be coming back here soon with uh one of the team members from immutable i think it's taj and uh yeah we'll catch you guys when we get there and everybody take care bye bye now Bye-bye.